Icicles, a Christmas story by W.C. Turk. It was a frigid and snowy Christmas Eve. The sun had not yet set. Glistening snow lay deep upon harvest fields. It clung to branches and piled high upon wooden fence posts. It lay thick upon the roof of a quiet little farmhouse. Icicles glistened from the gutters and eaves. Wind, like a song, played among the ornaments and homemade garlands adorning the gate. They were joined in chorus by glistening lights of red and blue and green. A ray of warm sunlight broke through the fat winter clouds, surprising the icicles that had grown long and sharp. Like a blessing, the sunlight warmed them just a little before passing. From the tip of the longest icicle, four tiny drops tumbled to earth. In that instant, they came to life. Four tiny figures brought to life by a miracle and only for one winter's day. A touch of coal dust was for Diamond's long hair and gown. There was a bit of red from the old gutters for Rusty's hair and the handsome outfit that he wore. A hint of moss green was for Jasmine and sparkling sapphire for blue. Laughing with joy, they slid down a snowdrift and into an old bucket that lay upon its side near the step. From snow they fashioned furniture, and from pebbles a small hearth. From straw and grass they wove a rug and pushed big fluffy snowflakes to fatten pillows made from bits of old cloth. It was a simple home, but would do them nicely through until Christmas night. At last they stood back to survey their work. It was dark now. A small golden fire from the hearth was the only light. It's a good life, this, Rusty nodded with pride. Well enough, offered Jasmine, but don't you wish for something more? I wish for the moon and the stars, Blue replied. I wish for all the riches in the world and to live forever. Diamond would have none of it. Who doesn't wonder about such things? What a dream it would be to marry a prince, to live in a beautiful castle, and to be showered with lavish things. Rusty was hardly content. If I were king, then Jasmine, you would be my queen. And I would lead your armies into battle, Blue proclaimed. What is the most valuable thing in the world, asked Jasmine. That is what I would like. Diamond was silent. She thought a moment before an iridescent glimmer came to her crystalline cheeks. She waited as one by one the others nodded off to a fitful sleep. With that, she went to work immediately. All through that dark night, she labored to make each of them the most wonderful gift that she could imagine. Each gift was polished until they shimmered like so many jewels. From bits of newspaper and straw, she wrapped them beautifully. That done, she placed them all beside the hearth. It was snowing again in the morning when the others awoke. Diamond was asleep beside the gifts she had worked all night to make. What have we here? Rusty exclaimed. Gifts, one for me, one for Jasmine, and one for Blue. Blue shook his gift, hoping to figure out 
what might be inside. He weighed it carefully in his hands. By the size of it, he said, it must be something expensive. Jasmine knelt and touched the gift that Diamond had made for her. A joyous tear tumbled across her cheek before freezing. Jasmine looked to Rusty and Blue. Her expression was suddenly sad. She made them for us, said Jasmine. She knew that we would only be here for this one day, and yet she worked through the entire night. Let's open them now! Rusty was only too eager. Blue shared his excitement. I just can't wait any longer! For a moment, they thought to wake Diamond. Her gesture was so terribly sweet. They talked of waking her, but she looked far too peaceful, disturbed. Rusty delighted to find a royal crown that Diamond had made. It was perfect and fit for the good king she knew Rusty would make. For Blue, there was a general's cap, for surely someone so brave must have the best cap ever. And for Jasmine, there was a crystal tiara befitting a princess. With their gifts, the three danced around the room before realizing they had not a thing to give Diamond. The clouds began to part at that moment. Golden sunbeams, like searchlights, moved silently across frozen fields. The three of them worked quickly, for time was running out. At last they finished their gift for Diamond. Holding hands, they stood back to admire their work, content that it was as perfect as they could make it. Jasmine, Rusty, and Blue turned their face to the afternoon sun, and one by one melted away. Clouds covered the sun just as Diamond awoke to find herself all alone. She rose and stretched with a yawn. She paused at a place where the others had disappeared and thought of them fondly. Their time had passed, and so too what hers. The furniture and things that they had all made had melted as well, and all that remained of the hearth was a single corner the pebbles had fallen, protecting something there. Clearing away the stones, Diamond found a small gift wrapped in paper and tied with a bow of straw. A small card read, For Diamond, from Rusty, Jasmine, and Blue. Diamond could already feel the sun at her back and knew that it wouldn't be long now. With a gentle tug, the bow came undone and the wrapping slipped away. There before her, was the most wonderful gift that Diamond could ever imagine. From the crown, Tiara and General's cap, Rusty, Jasmine, and Blue had created a portrait of the four friends in ice. Below the portrait, they had written, Though this life is fleeting, it is love that remains. Diamond clasped her hands together and smiled the biggest smile ever. She could not have dreamed of a better gift, nor expected one so perfect. Satisfied, Diamond turned to the sun as it broke through the clouds. It's a great life, this, she said, before melting away. For all those who hear this winter's tale, do not despair. For next year at this time, and upon this very night, with a blessing, the friends will return again. To all who hear this, wherever you are, May the universal spirit of Christmas find you and keep you in its embrace.